Are you ready? Oh yeah! Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell, bringing you the best in the world at what we do, and what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, Ring the Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Ring the Bell. Let's not waste any time. It's been a while because we've been busy with WrestleMania stuff, but let's get back to Shawn Michaels. We're back in the Heartbreak Hotel because we are back to the long career of the Heartbreak Kid. I'm your host, Andrew Wiven, once again. It's Mr. Ross Bell. Hello, mate. Shawn Michaels, it's been a while. It has, hasn't it? But yeah, it's... Uh... We're in, Mr. We're in WrestleMania season, so let's talk about Mr. WrestleMania. Well, exactly. Uh, WrestleMania 37's on the, the horizon is behind us, and we're back to our deep dives. And yeah. uh, we're still some way to go on this one, aren't we? <laughs> okay, now. So when we last left this, if you recall, we had just finished the mammoth uh, year of chaos and controversy <laughs> and sunny days and knee injuries, quote unquote, <laughs> and everything else that was Shawn Michaels in 1997. And let's head into 98, where everything changed in yeah, wrestling, big time. really. The whole yeah. sport, everything changed. Yeah, we talked about this last time, didn't we? The, the butterfly effect of Sean not injuring his back. And it, yeah, it's it's a huge year, basically, for wrestling this year. So coming out of uh, Degeneration X in your house, where he uh, defended the belt via DQ loss against Ken Shamrock, uh, out of nowhere, on a random episode of Raw, it was announced that Michaels would defend the championship against the Undertaker in the casket match. There was literally no build-up to this. It was just literally, welcome to Raw, and this, in three weeks, we have a casket match for the title. Yeah. I watched this Raw recently for research. There's no build-up. It's just announcement. That's odd, because uh, he he hadn't really been feuding with Taker since the previous, what, SummerSlam, was it? Uh, Bad Blood, which was two months prior. Yeah, he kind of took a back seat to the the, uh, the Brett stuff, and then obviously, yeah, he gave um, Shamrock a title shot. A casket match as well, just completely out of nowhere. Yeah, that, that was the feud at that point where they'd done Bad Blood, which <laughs> I thought ended it kind yeah. of, and back to this. Uh, yeah, so um, team with Triple H, uh, two face Legion of Doom on Raw. A match end of interference from the Outlaws, and this is where we first got the tease for DX. Mm. Uh, we spoke about it in the Billy Gunn episode, I believe, where yeah. the Outlaws beat down LOD and Michaels and Hunter looked impressed and said, so, ooh, maybe, maybe. And yeah. there was the seeds. Uh, following week, on the first episode of the new year, uh, Commissioner Slaughter, with spittle and everything, uh, told Sean he must defend the European Championship against Triple H. I'll spend the whole show appearing to be at odds. It was a big ruse all along. Hunter laid down for uh, Michael's laid down for Hunter and he won the European Championship before the finger poker doom was even a thing. As if he gave a shit about the European title. Just didn't he, want Davey to have it, did he? Of course he that's all it was. That's all it was. <laughs> uh comes to the run, we defend the championship against uh, taking the casket match. He retained the championship, and this is literally where it all changed. One moment, one backdrop. Yeah, a backdrop over that top rope and just he just caught it, didn't he? Didn't land flush on it. It didn't mm-hmm. land kind of massively on the corner, but just clipped it and what did it do? Herniate a disc in his back? Yep. And yeah, if you've ever, ever slipped a disc in your back, I have. It is incredibly painful. You can't move. So to think how he managed to get through WrestleMania, it mm. is an ap- it's a, a testament to the man. It is astonishing the amount of drugs he must have been on to <laughs> as well make as him the move. Others. Well, yeah, exactly. Apart from the recreational stuff, the stuff needed to actually do his job must have been insane. Uh, two herniated discs and one crushed disc. Jesus Christ. That makes my back hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is he, mad. He was removed immediately from all <laughs> booking scenarios, all the booking sheets. He was taken out of all TV, house shows. He was removed from the uh, Nowhere to Text in Your House eight-man tag main event. Uh, between Rumble and Mania because he was determined, whether well, he or Vince was determined, you are going to be at Mania, you're going to drop the belt, you are going yeah. to do business, so and so. Um, which led to the most underwhelming mystery partner reveal in the history, I think, of wrestling. <laughs> Savio Vega replaced Shawn Michaels. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> so what, what, Savio seems to take his role a few times, didn't he, throughout his career? Like teaming with Austin and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and teaming with Team USA. It's really weird that 
how he got in there. He was a good, work, good worker, but not top level talent at all. Not main event of no. uh, the, the go home pay per view to WrestleMania. <laughs> Although it did give us the moment where Billy Gunn got <coughs> got hit with a uh, a trash can leg thrown by Stone Cold. So you know, yeah. swings and roundabouts, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Right, WrestleMania fourteen. The eyes, the world's eyes are watching. Mike Tyson, the the catalyst for the change in the Monday Night Wars. Uh, mm. Some would say Michaels and Austin main event. It's not a classic in terms of a WrestleMania classic, but considering no. the condition that Michaels must have been in, the fact he even put on that match to a three star standard, yeah, that in itself is a is a classic in some ways. He did a kip up, Andrew, with that back. How, how do you do that with, with <laughs> crushed and radiated? It is insane what he managed to put himself through. He dived, he did the elbow from the top rope. He, did, he we, we went through the ropes and then on the took floor. He over the top rope. He, he, I mean, Austin didn't need it, but he put Austin over great guns. I mean, Austin didn't need it. He was already the biggest star in the company. He could have just laid down and given Austin the title and everyone yeah. would have been happy. But yeah, I think, I think he figured, well, this is it. I'm done. So I'm going to go out and put on the best match I possibly can do. So we've all heard of the long-held rumour that Undertaker... Backstage at Gorilla, uh, basically Tom Michaels in no uncertain terms, you are going to lose here, otherwise I'm going to beat you up. Uh, Michaels has since refuted the claims, but Taker, when he decided to smash kayfabe and talk to everybody that would or wouldn't even listen yep. to him. Uh, just back burst in, that myth completely. Just, yeah, it's like for years, no, I'm the dead man, this curtain stays firmly. Oh, hello, I'm through the curtain now, that's it. Yeah. There is no, There's no secrecy anymore. So, take it to the New York Post in November 2020. Sean, everyone knows the story, is supposed to talk about Steve. Sean was being Sean, in my opinion. I didn't like it. I didn't know if he was going to do it or not. My intention was to make sure one way or another business was done that night. I felt so bad because our relationship had changed so much that he goes, were you really going to beat me up? And I was like, no, man, that's all just rumour. Taping my hands up and everything. Come on. He goes, I didn't think so. I mean, it didn't sound like you. The whole time ahead, I'm thinking, I'm going to smash you if you can drop that belt to Steve. But yeah, he's a completely different person, love him to death now, but that's the story. I was sitting there, taping my hands, ready to do what needs to be done. So Taker claims I was going to beat him up. But what, what would have happened? Like, Sean somehow manages to pin Austin. Yeah. And wins. What, Taker just comes out and beats him up? Like, is, what? He, is he going to wait till he goes through the curtain? So as Michaels crawls yeah. on a broken back through the curtain, <laughs> exactly. Taker's going to look at Sean, the crumpled, disc-crushed heap, and go, boy, I'm going to beat you up. Uh, really? Yeah. Come what on, happens? Just give the belt to uh, Austin the next day on Raw. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, following Mania, Michaels essentially retired from all in competition. Uh, back down in Texas, alongside Jose Lothario, Ken Johnston, and Rudy Boy Gonzalez, he opened the Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy and the Texas Wrestling Alliance. Uh, although there was a fallout to Michaels and Lothario. Oh no, the boyhood mentor and, and the, the trainee. It's so sad. Uh, less than a month after this all started. Uh, so Lazaro buggered off and that left Johnston Gonzalez in charge of training and booking. And then Paul Diamond was brought in to assist and wrestle them Venom in the TWA. Uh, but then Johnston had a fallout of Michaels. There's this a pattern been... here somewhere. Well, yeah, there is this time of this era. Would this have been the academy that um, a young Daniel Bryanson went through? That would indeed be Danielson, the one. Spanky, Brian Danielson, yes. Yeah. Came also Garrison Cade yeah. came through as well. Because they've got those images, didn't they, when they do Brian recaps mm-hmm. of him training with Shawn Michaels in a, in a gym. So he may not have got on with his trainers, but he did okay as a trainer. I mean, yeah. you know, he gave... I mean, Spanky's recently retired from even competition. Mm. Unfortunately, Cade left us too soon. But Daniel Bryan, you know, is is, is a pretty big star. He's about to headline WrestleMania 37 and exactly. win the title. Yeah, yeah. So as we record this, we're a week away from WrestleMania. And, yeah. you know, by the time you listen to this, Daniel Bryan could be a, a champion. So, yeah. well done, Sean. Well yeah. Uh, made a guest appearance or surprise appearance on the July 13th Raw as a guest commentator and would show up as a more non-wrestling appearance over the coming months. Mm. Uh, end of the year, end of November, he was named the commissioner replacing Sergeant Slaughter. But let not, it would turn heel and join the corporation. Didn't like, didn't like Sean's commissioner. Nope. You could see he had a lot of demons and it, yeah. it, it, it was the not, that they shouldn't have done it. It wasn't the right thing for him at all. He needed to be away and he needed to be rehabbing. Was his name that big in late 98 that he was needed? I mean, you had Austin, you had Rock yeah. was building. I mean, Rock at that point was the champion. Like, why overshadow him? It seemed like he came back to overshadow Triple H more than anything. Kind of just like, this is still <laughs> my, I'm still Shawn Michaels here, and you might be on the up, but I'm still Shawn Michaels. And yeah, Because oh, yeah, this is Dick Shawn Michaels at this point, isn't it? This isn't like Christian 
god fairing lovely yeah. Shawn Michaels that everyone respects and loves now. This is like dick Michaels. Yeah, on lots of drink, lots of yeah. drugs. Yeah. Um, at the end of the year, he was fired as the on-screen commissioner by Vince, uh, unhappy that Sean stopped the corporation from helping Shane the following uh, the previous week when Mankind was beating him up. Uh, Sean superkicked Vince and turned babyface. Yeah, <laughs> that was worth it. Uh, following week, on the January 4th war, he returned still as commissioner due to a quote-unquote ironclad <laughs> contract that is only brought in when the storyline requires. Yeah. Mean that Vince couldn't fire him. Uh, off TV, he had back surgery in mid-January. Why has it taken that long? He must have had some other sur- surgery after Mania, surely. Yeah, you'd have thought so. But yeah, that's what, almost a year? Come on, Not, a year yeah. for a surgery like, on your back, which is debilitating. And he'd been on TV throwing super kicks and chair shots <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Chair shots, yeah. yeah. Uh, he appeared at WrestleMania 15, removing Vince as a special referee for the main event. Uh, he, uh, again, in private life, he married Rebecca, former Nitro girl, at the end of March. Kept making appearances uh, throughout 1999 as commissioner on Raw and acted as a special referee for Triple H versus The Rock on the debut episode of SmackDown in August, in which he turned heel and super kicked The Rock. Did this even carry I on? I remember WrestleMania 15. Uh, that was Austin Rock in the main event. That was Boss Man Taker, Hell in a Cell. That was Triple H turning heel in his big coming out party as a. Oh, yeah. That one. That one flies under the radar as a really good WrestleMania, actually. Was it a good WrestleMania? Well, Austin Rock I mean, was good. Did we come? We've done that. That was good. Yeah, but I love taking boss man because I love that finish. Someone has to. <laughs> but what else on the card? I mean, Triple H X Park was no Triple H and Kane was. It's all the right. Butterbean. But God, there it is. That's it. But 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 gun. How dare you embarrass Doctor Death Steve Williams? Now we're going to bring a Butterbean to punish you. He got he got a better shot than his brother. His brother was on the curtain jerker in the <laughs> hardcore title man. I think Billy did okay. And he lost the spell. Hey, open and main years in some ways almost as big as main event in right now, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, Some people would be relieved. Yeah. There you go. Drew McIntyre's talking about the opening mania in a week's <laughs> time as we record this. So Billy Gunn curtain jerking is not a bad spot after all. <laughs> Billy Gunn set the stage for the night. Still love it, Billy. <laughs> uh, heading into two thousand. No, again, no follow up to turning heel on and. Costing the mm. rock the title. Look, no follow up at all to this. Yeah. Just a thing that happened. Uh, May yeah. 2000, he showed up uh, to declare himself a special referee for the Iron Man match between The Rock and Triple H at Judgment Day. Again, no real mention of the fact that the last time he was in the ring with him, he turned on The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was a referee in that match where Taker made his famous return. A great moment. Yeah. D- called the DQ. They got the timing wrong, but the, the moment's still great to go yeah. back and watch. It's really good. Uh, he resigned as commissioner. Uh, in late 2000, and was named as the official spokesperson of the WWF. What does that uh, even mean? I have no idea. <laughs> he made an appearance on Raw uh, another week to introduce the new Commissioner Mick Foley, which gave us the classic Foley as Commissioner angle, which held the show together. Yeah, in so 2000. good. Him, Edge and Christian, Kurt Angle. Yep. So much fun. Just, it was good to see a babyface in an authority role, yeah. just saying, I'm, I don't like you, Triple H, so I'm going to make it bad for you. I'm yep. going to make life hell. As a Christian trying to weasel their way into things and him not, yeah. not falling for it. Yeah, it was brilliant. It's for once. We have an authority figure as a baby face that is yeah. happily going to say, I'm going to screw you over because I can. Yeah, you're bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Um, had his first match in April 2000 in over two years, beaten Venom in a hardcore street fight in the TWA and came through unscathed. Okay. Never heard of that before. I thought his, his first match back was the one with Triple H. That's what we're told. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in, 2000, in 2001, he was reportedly scheduled to be inserted into the storylines as part of the Undertaker Triple H feud heading into WrestleMania 17, except he showed your episode of Raw, you'll be shocked to hear, in no condition to perform yeah. and therefore was sent home and removed from all plans to be in the angle. Sounds like Sean. So even in 2001, the demons were still there. Yeah, which is late on, really. In 2002, he became a born-again Christian. He finally saw the light. I believe I saw seen him say that so it was son. He was on. A, he was basically passed out on drugs on the sofa, and his son basically couldn't wake him up or tried to wake him up. And he was like, "Okay, I've reached my point now. This is rock yeah. bottom. I need to. I need to change." Yeah, and fair enough. Yeah, he inc- well turned his life around incredibly. I made a surprise return on the June third, two thousand two Raw, introduced by Kevin Nash as the newest member of the NWO. Uh, oh, this was a God. mistake. NWO two thousand two. <laughs> Sean, Awful. Nash, Booker T, Big Show, and X-Pac. Ugh, what a gang that is. Six weeks later, the NWO disbanded. 
because Kevin no. Nash <laughs> tore his quads in his first match back and Vince pulled the plug on the whole deal. Fucking Kevin Back on screen with Triple H, he convinced Triple H to move to Raw after his big return. Uh, they seemingly reformed DX uh, in July, but then Triple H turned on Shawn Michaels and put him down with a pedigree. <sighs> okay, this is where it all starts. The following week, Triple H explained that Michaels had to be put down because uh, Michaels is weak and vulnerable and his yeah. ego wouldn't allow DX to happen. So Triple H was doing him a favor. Shawn was found bloodied and unconscious in the parking lot. Uh, with his head being put through a car window, Triple H was like, no, no, Sean, I'm going to find out who did this. I'm going to find it. And then it was Triple H who did it. So was and Triple it, H. It took a week. Didn't even drag it out. Next week, just just a week it took. Did they learn from the Rikishi angle? I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Just don't mess with this. Just get it over with. I think so. Uh, <laughs> so the match was made. Shawn Michaels' first WWE match in four years, or so four years, a unsanctioned match at SummerSlam. And what a match it was. It was brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I... I was so excited to see Sean back because you he had spoke about being like not born again, but he had kind of put his demons to bed and he was he wanted to make one more run at this and kind of get over on on uh, Triple H and yeah he was so good and Triple H was at his absolute evil best in this. He almost didn't make it because on the raw the go home show of the SummerSlam there was a big brawl and Michaels dived over the top rope, caught his foot and almost went head first on the concrete floor below. Nice. I mean, you think after almost having to retire because you're back, you'd, you'd be a little safer. It's not, not leaping over top ropes. It's on the no, wall exactly. before pay-per-view. Yeah. Come on, Sean. <laughs> uh, many believed that the SummerSlam match was a one-off and Sean would go back to retirement. He did, he'd scratch the itch. That was it. Mm. However, Michaels thought, hey, that didn't hurt. I can do this. Mm. I'll, I'll go to a doctor. And the doctor signed him off. Michaels went to Vince and said, I can come back. I'm, I'm good to go. Amazing. So we got thus, Brown. That started the, yep. the best run of his career. It did. But first off, we had Brown tight Shawn Michaels with a bob win the World Championship. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> I can never get that image out of my head, ever. It's, it is so weird. Super skinny with a bob wearing brown tights. Nothing brown. is the exact opposite of Sexy Boy more than what he actually had. Yeah, brown boots, brown tights. No, no Shawn Michaels stuff on them, really. No. Why? Who made this decision for this to happen? I go over the Bob. Fine, he had Bobs before. But the brown, Andrew, this is Shawn Michaels. Has he ever worn brown before or since? He hasn't. It's no, a one-off. It, never. <laughs> why? It's like you win the world title, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this match was incredible. Like the Elimination Chamber, the early Chamber matches were absolutely superb. And this one, the, the talent that was in it, Sean, Triple H, Jericho, Kane, Booker T and Rob Van Dam. Well, it was the first. There was no comparison. So yeah. those with those guys in it, it was going to be great. That's a remember, murderer's row I remember row of fantastic almost talent. choking Triple H out when he landed on his neck, on his throat, though. Eventually. Yeah. He crushes larynx, didn't he, yeah. I think. But it's, there, it's the perfect mix. You've got Sean who can high fly, but you've got RVD for the high flying stuff. Jericho mm-hmm. who can do a little bit as well, but also work. Kane's your monster. And Booker T is the kind of your up-and-coming... It is the superstar, but he is kind of still not at high levels as ever two. It's brilliant. And obviously, Triple H is your big bad guy. It's such a perfect mix. They never, for me, they never really bettered the first one. So apparently, Sean didn't want to win the world title here. He wanted to just put the guys, the younger guys over, didn't want the responsibility of having to work live events and stuff like that. But Vince convinced him. Wow. I wonder how much I'd twist his arm to say, Sean, let me give you a championship. I mean, Sean's spent so many years fighting to not lose championships. <laughs> and now he's having to fight to win a championship. Like, Yeah. He, he was the, th- I think the third man in as well, Sean. I think so. When Triple H and RVD started. And I think Sean came in pretty early and wrestled for a good kind of half an hour into that match. And I have to watch that match again tonight because it's such a good, good match. But yeah. It's still a benchmark for the chamber matches that have followed. Yeah. That man can do that after coming back from what he's been through. It, it just kind of puts a lot of other wrestlers to shame what they've mm-hmm. done in a, a chamber match since, basically. Uh, the following week, he defended the World Championship against RVD on Raw. Uh, Triple H got involved and attacked RVD for the DQ. Um, there was a RVD-Triple H match the following week. Michael's a special referee. The winner would be the number one contender. Triple H won, and that led us to Armageddon with three stages of hell for the mm. championship. Uh, first of all, was a street fight. Triple H won that one. Second one was a cage match. Uh, yep. Michaels won that one. And the final one was a ladder match, which was Sean's match. Yeah. And Triple H won. Triple H won it. Yeah. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it kind of made sense to put the belt back on Hunter. He was 
I always like I always prefer a heel to be a champion. Especially going into Mania season as well. Yeah. Well, it, given it, that what we got at Mania with Triple H and Booker T, maybe not on this occasion. But. Yeah, no, <laughs> it does lead to better stories. But I don't I don't remember looking back at the three stages of hell with any sort of disdain. I thought it was a, it's a decent concept as a as a concept. It's just they won the wrong matches yeah. for me. It, it never it was the wrong way around. Other than SummerSlam 02 with the unsanctioned stuff, did Sean Triple H ever have really great matches? No, they were they were good. They're always good, but they never kind of hit the the heights that they could have done. Because for me, this is it's Triple H in two thousand and two. It's not Triple H in twenty ten plus or Triple H from ninety eight to two thousand and two. It two thousand and two to two thousand four five Triple H. Yeah, about that. It's not. It's not good. Not good, is it? It's not good. It's podgy Triple H. It's a uh, weird beard and cycle shorts and yeah, yeah. lots of. When he's tape. experimenting with white, purple, and red trunks, it's black. Only black. Just Triple H wears black. black tights. That's yeah. that's all he has to wear. <laughs> what was the purple deal? What the red deal against Nash? What was that? They had to have been for merchandise deals. Had to have been. Who's buying red Triple H pants? Who's merchandising <laughs> that? I have a figure of Triple H in purple long leggings. I think that that must have been early. That's from the, that's from the Rock. Sure, that's the, that's the ladder match, isn't it? From MSG. Yeah. Maybe he just fancied a bit of purple again. Maybe, maybe it's a dare. Maybe maybe Steph withheld sex. I don't know. Maybe Sean's a little. I wore purple, right? Get your bloody. <laughs> I wore brown. Get your purple on. What's worse is the white boots at Mania Twenty. The white <laughs> yes. boots. That was that was very weird. Yeah, that did not like that. Very strange. Right, heading to 2003, Michael's in the Royal Rumble. He was number one in the Royal Rumble match, up against Chris Jericho at number two. Now, Jericho yeah. was having a story where he had the right to choose his entry number, and he chose number two because yeah. he start against Michaels, who he, who he idolised growing up, and he saw himself as the next Shawn Michaels. Love this. We've done and this. Jericho eliminated Michaels after three minutes. I was shocked. We've done this match yeah. uh, previously for a watch-along. I, I love this feud, and the feud they would have five years later mm -hmm. the, these two could work together forever for me and it would be perfect maybe not in their current conditions but their early 2000 conditions I would I could watch this every single week and it'd be brilliant uh, WrestleMania 19 uh, probably the match of the night Michaels and Jericho and, and it's, uh, that's a tough one because obviously you had Angle and Brock on the same yeah. show uh, and Rock and Austin was good it wasn't yeah. great but it was good uh, Michaels won to this day, I still think it's the wrong decision. I don't get one because I had to win this. No, Jericho should have won, but I also I like the aftermatch of Jericho getting his low blow in and mm -hmm. becoming a proper heel. It it worked, I think. Um, for the next couple of months, he became as a second to Kevin Nash in his title matches against Triple H at Judgment Day and Insurrection. Um, but then back in the ring on in May, late May, Michaels challenged Ric Flair to a match that night. Um, but then it saw Triple H and Flair in cahoots and Flair turned on Michaels and teamed up with Triple H, uh, with Triple H again. I, I don't know why. Why was Nash back? <laughs> so Nash was injured over the end in, in the NWO stuff the year before. Uh, yeah, so he's just was kind of a, under contract. And... He, yeah, he showed up uh, as the, uh, no, as Nash still, but with a decent yeah. music, with the jet black hair that he had dyed. Yeah. Uh, showed up at the end of Raw for a six, uh, at the end of a six-man or something, and then he got the shot, he got a, a total feud against Triple H, which nobody wanted to see. No. Come back past 2003. Listen, there's a Triple H, Ric Flair, and Chris Jericho defeated Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels, and Booker T. What, what is going on? What is that match? Coming out of main, you had Michaels and Jericho, so that, that explains that. Yeah. So Booker was, for some reason, still a thing. <laughs> and Nash had returned, I think, the couple of weeks after Mania, yeah. So I guess they needed someone to oppose Nash in the tag match. So Flair, but what? We need to do Kevin Nash at some point because I have I have that's a good, that's going to be an episode. Opinions on Nash. <laughs> yeah, but there's a, there's opinions, all right. I like blonde-haired, big, sexy Kevin Nash. We're <laughs> I'll just say that right Nash now. In bringing the thunder, aren't we? And we're not touching <laughs> yeah. the surface on what what we could do with Kevin Nash. <laughs> Uh, bad blood, Sean Michaels versus Ric Flair. Forgotten about this. <coughs> I forgot this even happened. Completely forgot mm. these two fought bad blood. Uh, but Flair yeah. won. Yeah, it's just kind of Flair's sort of. It was just the start of evolution, isn't it? Around this time. Yeah, it's kind of the the the, the seeds have been sown. Yeah, he's with Triple H. Yeah, they soon they'll soon get their young box. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't like Ric Flair. <laughs> I've never liked Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, SummerSlam Elimination Chamber. Uh, we had Goldberg, Jericho, Nash, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and RVD. I want to say possibly wasn't uh, RVD. Orton. Orton. Sorry, yes, it was. They were telling the Orton story as well. Oh, this is where Triple H buries Goldberg. That's it. Goldberg gets to look good for the first time in six months, then Triple H hits him for Sledgehammer and wins. <laughs> Love it. Brilliant, Triple H. Always the master. Always <laughs> a master. Uh, Shawn Michaels put over Goldberg in that, as well as many yeah. others. But Goldberg took out and looked great. It's literally the first time since he debuted, he actually looked like Goldberg. Goldberg eliminated Orton, Michaels, and Jericho in that. But Triple H still had to win. <laughs> had to win. <laughs> Um, bouncing back uh, Michaels beat Randy Orton Unforgiven uh, and then challenged Goldberg for the World Heavyweight Championship on October 21st Goldberg of course had to be Triple H the solo match and that's why he couldn't win at SummerSlam yep. Triple H losing a, in a multi-match but on, Triple H had the groin pull at this time as well so he could have lost that belt in the chamber and had an excuse but no he, had, he still had to go half hour Goldberg at Unforgiven because of course he did Got, uh, yeah he's beaten Goldberg and he's beaten Sting in big big matches <laughs> I'll get an inkling. No, he doesn't. He's, he's, they'll never forgive them, even though they won. WWE won. They won the war. Like this. Yeah. You're the winners here. Yeah, I, I don't get this. Why? Um, heading into Survivor Series, Steve Austin put out a challenge to Michaels to be on his team for the Survivor Series. Team Austin, it was Booker T, Shawn Michaels, RVD, and the Dudleys up against Jericho, Christian, Mark Henry, Scott Steiner, and Randy Orton. And Michaels always looks good in these, always gets yeah. put over well in these, and usually puts over Randy Orton in these as well and loses. Yeah. I it makes me sad to think Austin was doing this in two thousand or this yeah, this era. I don't like this era of Austin. He, well, this was, was when the stip was Mike Austin would lose his job if his team lost, and Michaels, I think, beat like two or three guys and got to the very last almost there, and Norton beat him. Yeah. And Michaels is like a bloody mess, and Austin's in the ring. And it's like, he's going to give him a stunner. And he kind of helps him up and shakes his hand and yeah. you know, nice and It's like, why didn't Austin just go away after Mania 19? Yeah. Why did he stick around in the sheriff? Deal? I don't like the, yeah, the, the way he dragged out his career. I can see why. Like, he still thought he was the guy, but it, he, the writing was there. Autumn's coming up, and you've got Goldberg that Goldberg's there, and you've got um, Angle and Lesnar, and there's all these guys that. Your time's over, Austin. It must be so hard to accept, though, that hmm. you're not the man anymore. Um, end of the year, we circle back to Triple H versus mm. Michaels once again. Uh, December 29th, San Antonio, Texas. Heavyweight championship on the line. Double pinfall. Match was a draw. Michaels did appear to win the match at one point, but Bischoff, as GM said, that Michaels' shoulder was down during the pinfall and the match would be a draw. Michaels attacked Flair and Bischoff, who then fired Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin in return. This is all in one match. This is at the end. This is a, this is a segment. So Michaels gets gets told you didn't win the match. He attacked Bischoff, who then fires Michaels. Austin then returns in the same segment to rehire Michaels. We need to um, sack off Thunder and just start talking about Raw from two thousand and three and four because it's insane. You actually proposing we ditch Thunder? Well, because this is even more mad. Can, I forgot. Just, this Just whole era of wrestling. I'm, I'm laying this out in front of me. So we have we have a, a, a double pin. We have a draw for the world championship, which in itself is is a, is a main event. Yeah. So Michaels thinks he's won. So the babyface yeah. in his hometown thinks he's won. The evil heel GM says, "No, you didn't win because I said so." So Michaels hits him. Have the show go off the air, the air there. It's a yeah. nice happy moment, but no, That's fine. He fires him. Okay, end it on a downer. It's a cliffhanger. Thing. So, no, no. But they have Steve Austin return. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking of draws, we get to the Rumble. And what happens? And again, Michaels and Triple H decide, well, we have to go 45 minutes. So they do it. And again, they, they have a draw at the Rumble in the last man. Last man standing against the draw. Come on. Yeah, how is that even possible? I mean, that, that obviously headlined the show and all because no one won the Rumble after that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the Rumble in the draw, though, that, that, that was- night. <laughs> Big show eliminated himself. And Just a draw. No one won. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, February 9th. Uh, there was a contract signed between Triple H and the winner of the Royal Rumble. Uh, that that guy won. Uh, <laughs> that that person, that that won. He won. Yep. He won it. And yep. uh, Michael superkicked that guy and signed the contract himself. And obviously in WWE law, that means that he gets the shot. That's it. Yeah. His name on the contract. Contract signed. 
uh, the following week it was Sean against Hallis. Benoit. He he beat Benoit because obviously yeah. Benoit's got the you know won the rumble. So why shouldn't he put over Sean Michaels? Yeah. Uh, Michaels was then announced as being in the triple threat now at Mania. So even though he didn't win the rumble, even though you know he didn't earn that shot, he signed the contract and then beat the rumble win and therefore he did earn the shot. Yeah, Daniel Bryan. He did, Daniel Bryan, uh, on more than one occasion, it seems. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, now we get to the greatest triple threat in Mania history. Yes. The best main event in Mania history. Arguably, yeah. I mean, we, we may see something that tops it this year with the three guys we've got there. But, yeah, this was very, very, very good. It's a shame that it's kind of been washed, whitewashed out of history, unfortunately. Have you heard about Peacock scrubbing loads of stuff from the, net, uh, from the yeah, network in the US? it's disgusting. Would they remove Chris Benoit's... Total like celebrations at the end of the um pay per view. I reckon it probably would, yeah. Purely for connotations the... because of who he is. Not you can't it's... remove him from the map. You can't take the map. Well, could they wouldn't remove the main event? Would they? So would they remove the main event? Just don't have the main event. I mean, you couldn't. Things. I, don't I, know. I think they'll... like blackface and removing racial stuff and sex just stuff. Yeah. I get that. That's I... fine. Where do you stand on that? At the end of the day, where do you stand on them removing the content? <laughs> The, the removal of content is the way that WWE did it by not mentioning him by name. If you want to, if you want to watch the Triple H, the Triple Threat match from WrestleMania, you can. You can go and find it. You find the timestamp and you you go and watch it. You don't have to remove it. Everyone knows what happened. That's fine. The removal of the blackface stuff and the racist stuff. Fair enough. It's it's something. It's a long, long time ago. We don't need to see it again. It. I wasn't comfortable with it when I was a kid. The fact that it it troubled me then, even now, yeah, you, you don't want to see that. The sexist stuff, <sighs> the same, I suppose. Like it, if like the Trish Stratus stuff where she's crawling around the ring pretending to be a dog, if that gets removed, good. I don't want my daughter seeing that anytime. If I'm watching wrestling with her, I'd rather see her watch Triple H, um, Trish Stratus versus Lita main event in Raw, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. It's the world we live in, and it's a very different world to where we were 20 years ago. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, but if it's on a subscription service where you are paying, yeah, that's it, you are paying for this. You want you're paying for the entire corner around on the hands and he's been called a dog. I'm not paying for that, obviously, but no, famous. It's happened. It's, it's in there. There's controversy over shows having swearing up, but if you're on Amazon Prime or Netflix, you get away with it because you have to you have to click to watch and you have to click again. You you're not going to come across it by changing the channel to BBC One or something. Yeah, you it's have like, to have a card, a credit card, or a, a, yeah. a debit card to access it. Yeah. But yeah, as you say, if you're if you're sitting there, you know, with your daughter, for example, and you put on No Way Out or you put on whatever you put on No Way Out in uh, 2001, mm. and you see the this triple eight, uh, the Steph versus Trish match, the build yeah. up will have Trish. On the hands and he's barking like a dog. Now, yeah, yeah it's a uh... it 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 it, uh, it raises questions from a, a completely other generation that they they shouldn't have to ask. I feel really, yeah. yeah. So Benoit won the triple threat, uh, made Triple H tap out, and then the following month of backlash in Canada, they rerun the match. Uh, not quite as good as Mania, but the crowd made up for it, uh, especially when Michaels put Benoit in the sharpshooter. And El Hebner running the ring. You think he respected Benoit's talent because he obviously didn't respect Steiner or arguably Sting, and definitely not Goldberg. But he tapped out to to Benoit in the main event of WrestleMania. We did the Iron Man match between yeah. him and Benoit on Raw, didn't we? And he yeah. tapped out there, and mm. he tapped out at Mania, uh, and he tapped out. Vengeance as well. I think yeah. they, they run a match. I think Triple H more than respected Benoit because at this time in 2004, Triple H could have done what he wanted. He'd look at Booker the year before. He did exactly what he yeah. wanted there, and he made Goldberg look silly. He made everyone else look silly, and he he created the World Championship because he didn't want to hold IC Championship as a, as a main title. Yeah. So he could do what he wanted. So surely that alone would suggest he respect. must have respected yeah. Benoit because sort of, he is a, a student of the game, if you're only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, went to Backlash and Triple H. Uh, so, I'm sure Michaels was made to tap out this time um, mm-hmm. in the sharpshooter of all things by, by Benoit. Imagine Brett watching that at home. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> but Brett fucking loved that, didn't he? <laughs> um, Michaels and Triple H still carried on their feud. Uh, Sean was suspended for attacking 
uh, Triple H uh, suspended for two weeks, but that was yeah. then lifted. And there'd be a Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood. Again, I forgot about this. They're Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood. Triple H and Michaels. <laughs> he lost to Triple H, obviously. They went 48 minutes. Jesus those those two love gun, they always went long. Um, the, the, the Raw match in, in December 2003, the yeah. last man standing match, three stages of hell, hell in the cell. They love going long on it. And they were all yeah. shit. They, Their they match of bad blood is longer than everything else on the card combined. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, following that on Raw, they ended their rivalry with a handshake. Yep. But then came Zach Michaels and uh, crushed his throat and took him out for TV for three months. <laughs> Never trust him. Uh, returned at Unforgiven, where he beat Kane in an ODQ match. Uh, and then he got involved in the Taboo Tuesday voting to challenge Triple H for the World Championship. Uh, 24 hours before Taboo Tuesday, which was in a lot in a Raw in, Man- in Manchester, England, he suffered an injury, a torn meniscus. He remained in the voting for Tabby Tuesday the following night and won the voting with 38%. Wrestled against Triple H, lost to Triple H, all with a torn meniscus. Some man. He's some man. And took another two months off after this. So he's I missed couldn't get out of bed for my was months. I wouldn't yeah. even get out of bed. Like you, you have you take time off, you come back, you get injured, you still you fly to England, you fly back, yeah. you wrestle against Triple H. I'm guessing they went half hour because they always do. <laughs> and well, then he, he went away again. Yeah. yeah. He's a proper warrior. Right, 2005, he returned to be the special referee in the Elimination Chamber match for the World Championship. Uh, Triple H won, obviously. Uh, during the match, Edge accidentally speared Michaels, who retaliated with a switch in music to Edge, which caused mm-hmm. his elimination. Edge was unhappy and they had a match at the Rumble, and Edge won. Forgot about that as well, actually. Yep. Totally. Okay, Michaels. Pass me. Yep. <laughs> Uh, later that night, Michael was in the Royal Rumble and he eliminated Kurt Angle. And this gave us WrestleMania 21. Yeah, wow. One of, I mean, was it, it must have been 21 where the Mr. WrestleMania thing started. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because this vest, him and Kurt was an absolute barn burner. The longest match of the night, which for a, a, a match in the middle of the card, um, is some going. I mean, I think Akibono versus Big Show took longer because the Two big fellas took an, an absolute age to get that match going. <laughs> but yeah, this was 28 minutes of wrestling perfection almost. Does this match get overlooked when people talk about the best Mania matches? Massively. Massive. Because it wasn't a headline match. Same with the Jericho one. They're, they're both absolute classic matches because they're smack bang in the middle of cards. Follow like Batista Triple H headline this and Cena uh, beating JBL for his world championship. Mm-hmm. Massively overshadows it. And Hogan returned there as well, and Austin was yeah. there as well. So there was there was big things everywhere. Um, I remember in the build up to this, Michaels faced the edge of the street fight, and I think Michaels won, and it was mm. like a it was blood soaked. I mean, both men were just gushing. Yeah. And Angle came out on Raw and attacked Michaels and accepted the challenge. And Angle just looked an absolute monster. Like he smeared Michaels' blood all over him. Yeah. He just oh Angles really looked better. Yeah, he was this is peak angle, I think. Right, build up to Angle Michaels. Uh, wow. So Angle mm-hmm. decided that he could do everything Michaels had done in his career. He could do it in the space of a month. Love it. So he brought in Marty Gennetti. Or he said he'd bring in Marty Gennetti. <laughs> Michaels invited Gennetti to Raw the, the before SmackDown. He was meant to return. And they really not just the Rockers to beat Love Resistance. And then we got the SmackDown segment that to this day people still talk about. Because Kurt Angle came out. With sensational Sherry, and we got sexy Kurt. The music. What does he mean by that? Oh, oh, I think I'm cute. I got no medals. I got the mood that makes them all tap. Out the angle slam, the angle lock. Marty Janetti. Still can't walk. I'm just a sexy Kurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Ankle hurt. I'm just a sexy girl. Ankle hurt. I'll make your ankle hurt. Ankle hurt. Woo. That's right, Sean. Eat your heart out. Hands off the merchandise. Woo. He's just a sexy girl. Sexy You're gonna make girl. your ankle hurt, Andrew. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Cut ankle. It's uh, it made me so sad to see him back in the last couple of years because it it ruins these memories for me a little bit. But he was so he was the, on top of his game 
there is no one better at wrestling and one of the, the best characters in the world at this point. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Uh, Michael's lost to Kurt Angle at Mania. Did the right thing. It was it was great. I, the only criticism I had the match he was in the ankle lock for too long. It was yeah. it went a little too long for me that over his ankle breaks we passed out for the pain. Yeah. It just seemed. But either way, Michaels did the right thing. Tapped out clean. Great. Uh, moving to a few of Muhammad Hassan coming out of Mania. What a come down this was. <laughs> and this led, of course, to Hulk Hogan returning as Michael's partner. And it led to the heel turn. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Hill Michaels. Okay, so oh, there's a lot to cover with this one. There was a lot to cover with this. Okay, so um, reportedly, Michaels didn't want to turn Hill. He wants to run it as face versus face, a battle of respect, two icons, easy stuff, job yeah, done. Would work perfectly fine. McMahon, Vince didn't want that. Michaels had to be the heel, so he taught Michaels into turning Hill. Michaels challenged home to a match at SummerSlam, icon versus icon, legend versus legend. Still, fine, whatever. Michael's on board with the heel turn. Yeah. We're okay. The plan was they were going to do three matches. That's a scary thought anyway, to be honest. <laughs> Michael's would lose at SummerSlam. Yeah. Michael's would win at Unforgiven. I think it was the following pay-per-view. And then Hogan would win the rubber match the following month and then the feud. That was the plan. Everyone agreed to it. Fine. Michael's did... A series of segments in which he mocked Hogan's age, his bold spot, <laughs> his politics, all of it. I love this. Then August 15th, Michaels <laughs> cut one of the all-time premier peak incredible heel promos. Yeah. It's an absolute pleasure <laughs> to watch again and again. Montreal, he's having fun. He's enjoying what he's doing. <laughs> there were multiple times he actually into the camera just went, go long. This is going yeah. long. I'm not stopping. <laughs> The Bret Hart music tease. Oh, my God. <laughs> People talk about Austin having the biggest pop. If Bret had walked out, that place would have, would have blown off. Yep, massively. Yeah, Unbelievable. it was huge. At SummerSlam. <laughs> SummerSlam. <laughs> Michael's lost to Hogan, but that wasn't the story because Michael sold <laughs> everything like it was a comedy match. He was flipping, he was somersaulting, he was backflying. <laughs> It, well, <laughs> I forgot this was the main event, Andrew. Yeah, well. so 2005. So I was within 23 at that point. 05, uh, yeah, 21, 22, yeah. What did you think of this when you're watching Shawn Michaels flip around like a fish? I absolutely loved it. <laughs> it was because so, I hated Hogan's return. There's no need for him to be back there. I love Shawn as a heel um, at this time. Looking back at it now, it's incredibly disrespectful to a man. But Hogan totally is unprofessional. Yeah, it's incredibly unprofessional. But Hogan is such a politician that he's he's forced Sean to do this. He is he's made Sean do this. And it it's, it's so beautiful to watch still. I still watch it occasionally. It is so, so good. Next night on Raw, Michaels is back as an absolute baby face. The comedy <laughs> are putting him over, the crowd love him. Michaels comes out and it's like Hogan. <laughs> Push me to the limit, but the leg drop, the leg drop, brother, it beat me. It took all the air out of me. And he completely then buried Hogan, saying, yeah. Hogan's gone, he's on a plane. Unless you're willing to part with your herd hard-earned money, you ain't seeing Hulk Hogan ever again. So good. Chris Masters comes out, and there's your new feud. Also, yeah. one of the all-time great lines when he said to Chris Masters, you're too young to know you don't know you know. It's an amazing line that nobody remembers, and it's yeah. in my head, and it just pops in. It's like, that's amazing. Like, who wrote that line? I'm going to have to watch the roar after this on the slam, then. Okay, so there's some quotes here from my, uh, from Michaels and Hogan right. about this, because this just, <laughs> yeah. So I was, which is one of the reasons, again, there were a number of times throughout my career that thinking about what I would turn me here or a second. I'm like, I, I just don't think I'd be good at it anymore. Um, this was a situation where I sort of had to. I sort of had to do that because at first the idea was to do it just, you know, the idea was HBK is doing this because he just needs to know. I need to know if I'm better than Hulk Hogan. We started it that way and then uh, I was told that, you know, you get changed. You know, when we, you know, he wants you to be more healed. I was like, all right. So, you know, I do that. And, you know, it's like, and uh, like, the Larry King's kid. What my idea? Bruce Pritchard's idea. 
but, but I'm just saying that that's one of those things that, from a creative standpoint, everybody felt like that was a good idea. You guys in your internet world, always taking stabs. It's just, it's creative. Every one, every one of my promos, you know, Stephanie helped me write them. Vince approved them. You know, there was there was never a problem on our end. And the whole time, and I think I mentioned my book. I asked, is he going to be okay with this? Terry's business. I'm like, all right. And uh, we were going to do. Uh, you know, I think it was like going to be the best of three, okay? The last minute backed out. So that day, uh, you know, and I, I will admit this, you know, I, I poked the bear all day. You know what I mean? I was, you know, I already knew what I was going to do. I was going to go out there and do business, but I was going to make him earn it uh, just to be a pain in the butt all day. And uh, that was something I did just for my own enjoyment. And that's, that isn't right, it isn't professional, but it is the truth. Hogan? at a different time, spoke about it. Well, you know, it's, if you really go behind the scenes, well, on the Shawn Michaels thing, I just sat back. I mean, this is Vince's show, Vince's thing, and when we went to the dressing room, Vince came in and said, okay, I want Hogan to go over. No big deal. Well, you know, I, I kind of watched what was going on in the dressing room. And th those were Vince's wishes. If he had told me to take the super kick and do the one, two, three, even though everybody says I've never done a job, yeah. if you go back and look at my career, I've pretty much lost more matches in the last 15 years than I've won trying to get guys over from Triple H to The Undertaker to The Rock to this guy, you name it. And I don't win too many matches, but it's business. I'm trying to help these guys. So, you know, when Vince wanted Sean to do the job, we went out and, you know, had the match and everybody said, oh, Sean oversold and he was making funny and this and that and the other. If Sean was really doing that, you'd have to ask him because I've seen him go to take the turn, Bulkley jumps on the bottom rope and does the triple window flip, which is, you know, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he's done it several times, not just with me. But what really, um, the reason it didn't go any longer was because I shut it down. Because the next day on the interview, I was expecting, you know, to return the favor. And then, okay, now you beat me and I beat you now, let's find out. And then get the third one and then go to the cage and then yeah. and keep it going because he was such a great worker. I thought we were going to have a great run. But it could be my fault or maybe I was too, you know, ha had my feelings too much involved. But I thought the interview was going to be, you know what, I got to give it to Hogan. He was better than me on that one night, but it'll never happen again. Sure. You know what, I'm quicker, I'm faster than him, you know. He, you know, he just had that moment. He had the crowd with him. He had the momentum, but it'll never happen again. I'm asking you, Hulk Hogan. To, you know, I thought yeah. that was going to be Which the interview. Which is pretty much exactly what he did with Undertaker after his first Undertaker. Yeah, and, and I thought that I thought that was going to be the business interview. But when he came out, he was, ooh, he was too fast. Yeah. He was too young. He had too much hair. And I said, I'm like, I'm out. You know, I just told Vince, I said, bro, I said, your boy, you know, it's not business. And so I, I pulled the plug on that deal. Trying to get guys out from Triple H to the Undertaker to the Rock. <laughs> You beat Triple H at Backlash. You beat him for the championship. You didn't put him over. <laughs> what an absolute liar. I mean, can you <laughs> can you imagine thinking the things Hogan thinks? I don't even think he thinks that. He just says it to try and make himself look good. He is the biggest politician I've ever heard. Not even just in wrestling. That's Trumpian levels of complete and utter... Just delusion. I've lost more matches than I've won in the last 15 years. Is he having Try a fucking to put, laugh? Beat Triple H. You need to get him over. <laughs> put guys over. What, by burying them? Yeah, brilliant, Hogan. So, Hogan claims he pulled the plug because of Michael's promo. Did he Back in the real world, Shawn Michaels beat Chris Master Unforgiven. Then Tabby Tuesday, another voting for the championship. Michaels once again. Michaels always win these votes because it's Shawn yeah, Michaels. It's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He's putting a big show in Kane. Michaels is never going to lose that. No. Um, it was triple threat match at Tabby Tuesday. Angle, Michaels and Cena. Cena won to retain. Uh, November 14th Raw was the Eddie episode. I can't watch it. Oh, so yeah. I can't watch it. I just, I can't, I can't do it. No. If I can make, I can watch the opening bit with the, the 10 bell salute, but as soon as that music video finishes with Johnny Cash, I'm done. I can't. That's yeah. that's where I'll tap out. Yeah, it's it. it's 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 real emotion. It's not yeah. fake emotion. It's guys hurting, and yeah, it's not it's not fun to watch. So. Uh, Michael's put over a Mysterio uh, on that match and it on that show, and it just yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Survivor Series, Michaels once again loses to Randy Orton in the final pinfall. <laughs> like two years in a row, I think it's this now. Like, come on, Loves guys. Randy, doesn't he? Really? 
Uh, tribute to the troops. Triple H had a match with Shawn Michaels. It was a boot camp match. Triple H lost. Michaels beat Triple H. Jesus, oh. For the soldiers. <laughs> for America, damn it. For America. <laughs> right, December 26th, Raw. Uh, after he beat Snitsky, that's not the big story. Vincent Mann began praising Michaels for his part in the Montreal screw job. Ugh, we're back to the screw job. Yeah. Before reminding Sean that he could screw him at any time like he did Brett. Uh, so this, in so many words, this leads to WrestleMania 22, where he faces Vincent Mann in the No Holds Barred match. Oh, God, yeah. And this leads to Backlash, where <laughs> Vince and Shane took on Shawn Michaels and God. <laughs> God, watching this. God was a promoted <laughs> participant in the headline match at Backlash. Yeah, I remember watching that, thinking, "How the hell are they going to do this?" And they did I, the spotlight. They did the fucking spotlight. I enjoyed what they did. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> it was like, like I can't believe Sean went for this. I really can't believe that he went for this because he this is four is years after becoming the born again Christian. Full on born again Christian at this point. He's preaching. He's going to church every week in his real life outside of the ring, and I cannot believe he agreed to this. Uh, the feud continued. Uh, it sucked in Triple H who turned babyface, and this gave us the Spirit Squad stuff where Shawn Michaels returned wearing what looked like a woman's tank top, and um, and they reformed DX, and then they just crossed they crossed the the Spirit Squad. Yeah, I always liked DX, but not this DX. What absolute waste this was. The best part of this DX is Sean having to be good. Yeah. And Triple H making the jokes, or him just disappearing off screen while Triple H does something, and he comes yeah, back. Yeah, they're, like, oh, they're barbecue, and Triple H has to pulls out the big wiener sausage, you know, and Sean goes to do something when they're yeah. up or something like that. Yeah. That was very cleverly done. But yeah, this whole Triple H... Uh, uh, DX and just burying the spirit squad. Like the spiritual were terrible, but they were they were decent workers. We didn't need to just be completely buried constantly by them. Uh SummerSlam Unforgiven. DX took on the McMahons. Uh it, Unforgiven, it was big a McMahon's and Big Show in a cage match. Um DX won. It was it oh, it was a waste of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Because Triple H was like still portly Shawn Michaels. He had a bit of a gut on him. Uh, Triple H. He had a bit of a yeah. gut on him, Triple H. And he wasn't the worker he had been. Uh, that it would go on to be again, as you said, 2010 onwards, Triple H. Yeah. Um, and Sean kind of had to dumb down, really, to kind yeah. of be on that level. Yeah, it's definitely a waste, too. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the year, Michaels and uh, Triple H feuded with Ra- Rated RKO. What a team this was. I fucking lo- I love Rated RKO. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, 2007 ended with DX locking the Spirit Squad in the travel case, marked at o- OVW Louisville, Kentucky, and took the squad off TV. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't disappointed, to be, to be perfectly honest. I didn't like them. Um, but yeah, just the... When Triple H gets accused of burying people, this always this is the image that always mm-hmm. you see. And it's like, yeah, I mean, Dolph did all right for himself out of it. Nicky, wherever he was called. But yeah, the rest of the guys don't know where to be seen, are they? Royal Rumble, San Antonio, Texas. Michaels got to the final two before eliminated by The Undertaker. I genuinely thought Michaels would win this. I yeah. thought Michaels was going to win this. I love this. This was a match within a match and it was yeah. so good. They were so good. And it's it just made so us remember seeds. how good those two were years before. It made us think, I want to see Sean and Taker fight now. Yeah, these boys can still go. It hadn't crossed my mind. At no point I thought about Michaels and Taker for the last three years. And I saw no. this as like, okay, I want this match. I want this match now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. WrestleMania, uh, Michaels challenged Cena for the World Championship and put on an underrated classic. Main yeah, event, again, one, of the, one yeah. of the best matches I think Mania's had, and it gets slept on by people. Yeah, it does. Why is this? Why does Sean keep having these fantastic matches that don't ever get thought of? I mean, this was the Battle of the Billionaires mainly, wasn't oh, it? Just God. only thing anyone ever remembers yeah. about this. And this time, Michael's seen the tag champs. They were doing the yeah. tag champs gimmick. They lost the belt the next night after Mania when Michael's eliminated himself, uh, mm. eliminated Cena for Battle Royal. Yeah. So led us to the UK Raw, where Michael and Cena went an hour, almost, and Michaels won the non-total match. And again, un- un- a forgotten classic on a taped uh, UK show. Yeah. Everyone started to realise, hang on, can John Cena actually wrestle? Like he's done an this hour was it. with Shawn Michaels. This was the turning point. Yeah. This was definitely the start of it. Yeah, the, the ICW got a little bit of, um, oh, I so got a little bit of an insight into, actually, John Cena's not, not terrible. <laughs> Absolutely. Backlash 2007, Photo 4-Way for the Championship, Michaels, Cena, Orton and Edge. The finish of this is amazing. Mm. So it was... RKO blocked by Cena, yep. spear by Edge to Orton, FU by Cena, who then yep. walks in as a sweet chin music, yep. who, and Mike Cena then fell onto Orton for the pin. Brilliant. That's brilliant. 
Yeah, such such cleverly done. I love the when the finishes all just explode. It's, it's great. That's Absolutely Sean brilliant. putting on a clinic with three guys. Yeah, ten years younger than him. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Michael Orton was announced for Judgment Day. Uh, he lost to Orton by knockout of Judgment Day. Then took four months off uh, to undergo knee surgery. Returned in October. Interrupts in Orton's championship victory ceremony. Uh, there was a Cyber Sunday. Voting Michael's of course one. Voting <laughs> always wins the fucking voting. Uh, he lost to Orton body Q at so one body Q lost the, the match over as far as the England championship. Uh, Survivor Series uh, rematch was both Michael versus Orton for the World Championship. Lost to Orton, which brought an end to their feud. Yeah. Uh, had a little few Mr. Kennedy, uh, which I forgot about in the end of 2007. Mm. Beat him at Armageddon, but then lost to him on the New Year's Eve edition of Raw. And I think that might be a good time to end it because we're leading up to Flair. Flair, does you, does you go Flair, taker, taker? Yep. Oof. So, yeah, I think we, um, we've, bar- yeah. we've, we've gone from 98 up to 2007. And I think, yeah, we'll, um, we'll end it leading into one of Michael's biggest ever matches. Yeah. And the my... last three years of his career. Yeah, Jesus. One of my absolute highlights coming up, retiring Ric Flair. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so that was up to 2007. Uh, we we glossed over, I'm not going to go, we weren't going to go week by week raw results or anything, but no. we got the, the basis of it. This was the resurgence of Shawn Michaels as the worker that we thought we'd lost in 98. Yeah, b- better than ever before for me. Somehow this, this period, from when he returned at what, 2002 to... To when he retired, basically, and even after he retired, coming back for the Triple H stuff um, mm-hmm. with Taker, the best he'd ever been. I think because he's a clear head and he knew that his time in the ring was precious, almost. Yeah. Uh, we've still got realistically what maybe two more episodes. I don't. Yeah. Know if we get, I don't know if we can get it onto one more, no, possibly. Um, but we're, we've kind of gone through the meat of his main resurgence of the career now so we're three years out from the end of his his career now mm. how does he do it I, I generally don't know i thought that raw rumble that wrestlemania was austin that was it he was gone and we would just see this sad guy appear every now and then and just it, it would be it would be bad to watch but he came back and had mm-hmm. one of the best runs in wrestling history mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even gonna have people argue that with me he he is one of the he is probably possibly the greatest ever and as the the complete showman and wrestler and it's because of this run the early stuff was great but this run is what solidified it for me well i mean because we didn't grow up watching rick flair in his prime it, it, it's hard for us to fairly say yeah it's the greatest i've ever seen because i can't i, I didn't all no. the time that people go, oh, that that's when Ric Flair made his name. So, yeah, but I didn't see that. I'm watching it back, and it, you, it's when hard I first to watch saw Ric Flair, he was feuding with Eric Bischoff in WCW. Yeah, exactly. You can't watch it. Whereas I've grown up watching all of this from Shawn Michaels, yeah. every single bit of it. Every so, based on this, yeah. I can say without any doubt in my mind, Shawn's the best to ever ever do it. Yeah. And this ninety what two thousand two up to two thousand seven, where we're stopping now, but then for the next three years, yeah. this is why I can say with any doubt in my mind. Sean's the best of all time. Yeah. When hour with John Cena and people love it. Like yeah. this is people hated Cena at this time. Absolutely Him and Cena him. main evented Mania with a classic. Yeah. They went on a taped UK show and put on a, an hour clinic. Yeah. And that that basically that made Big Match John. That it didn't the happen Big on Match Raw. John that you we did knew not about. Have no, this time a UK you, show. You had matches that went four minutes. Just to give those two guys an hour. So go, just go and have an hour. Bear in mind, this Raw was a two hour show at this point as yeah. well. <laughs> on a tape UK show game <laughs> half the show yeah that's mad I'm going to have to go and watch that back there's so much I need to watch back after this episode <laughs> right okay um, if you have any thoughts feelings opinions on Sean and what we spoke about so far 2002 up to well, 98 technically up to 2007 yeah. um, you can contact us in normal ways on Facebook at Ring the Bell Show on Twitter and Instagram Ring the Bell Pod Ross what's the email address Ring the Bell Pod at gmail.com um, you can also uh, give us a five-star rating and a review if you wish over Apple yes. Podcasts. And the best thing you can do is to uh, share, subscribe, recommend all the stuff that you know you can do elsewhere. And that's over Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, uh, Overcast. Anywhere you can get a podcast, you will find us. Yes. But for now, we're going to take a pause on Sean. We're back very soon with maybe the final part. Probably not, but... It might be. We don't know. It depends how much we delve into. I have some strong feelings on the last 
couple of years of Shawn this Michaels. This won't be the last episode coming up, Ben. We're going to have another episode which appears to be Ross talking about Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, so we've got two more episodes left of Shawn Michaels, uh, but we are heading, we are approaching the winding road down to the end of his career. We're three years out from that, um, so that's going to be well. Mm. It's going to be something because that's all Shawn Michaels ever is—is is something to talk about. <laughs> But for now, thank you for listening. Thank you for indulging. Thank you for letting us talk to you all about Shawn Michaels from 98 up until 2007. This has been Ring the Bell. I have been Andrew. And I have been Ross. Andrew? Yep. Ring that bell. Ring that bell.